0: Here's the thing. I love my father, but I'm not going to let my father tie me up on top of a mountain. Hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us again on Fun Sexy Bible Time. Uh, this one's going to be different. Uh, I didn't know that I was going to do a show until, like, very uh, very late in the game on this one. So I reached out on Twitter, and I was like, listen, I'm, my schedule just opened up. I'm going to do a podcast. Does anybody want to be the co-host? Uh, you know, get in my DMs and, and holler at me if you want to be the co-host. Lo and behold, long-time friend of the blog, long-time friend of the podcast, Brad Knudsen slid into my DMs, as the kids say, and he is Fly here with in. us today <laughs>
1: as the co-host. Brad, how are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on.
0: You are uh, coming to us from the uh, the the shiny and, and Pat Robertson-infused shores of uh, Virginia, are you not?
1: Indeed, indeed. We are... Uh... But a forty-minute pilgrimage to Regent University. Mm. There's a lot of a lot of holiness uh, yes. down on the side of the water.
0: <laughs> also, in the general vicinity of Heritage USA, you might be a little too young to remember that, but have you heard of Heritage USA? Uh, no, actually, it was a theme park that tele, that the televangelist Jim Baker built, like in the. Uh, mid to late 80s it was like a christian theme park that's here uh somewhere in virginia i don't remember exactly where
1: it's still around
0: can we go uh, no like he collapsed due to like massive fraud oh. <laughs> and it's, it's it's been abandoned for like 10 to 15 years oh my goodness anyway so just to to bring the podcast down to a very dark place there, right
1: there. <laughs> that's where we like the Keeping
0: it real. Yeah, so I, I didn't actually know a whole lot about Brad until I started talking to him. Uh, I realized that we sort of have very similar uh, life trajectories. We were both homeschooled in fairly, sh- shall we say, fairly strident conditions.
1: Uh, yeah, sheltered, maybe?
0: <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, absolutely not. you know, I am, I, I am a product of my upbringing, good and bad. Uh, then we both entered into long distance relationships um, do you need to Shortly
1: after being homeschooled yes because there was
0: no dating during the homeschool period absolutely uh, because yeah, we we just don't do it we, that would have cut into our uh, history studying time so absolutely do <laughs> Brad do you need to devote uh, the next 5 to 10 minutes of the podcast to reading uh, heartfelt poetry to your significant other
1: um I think, for the sake of everybody involved, uh, including my significant other, um, I will refrain. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, you have to do at least a simple shout out because you're you to your significant other because she is also a friend of the podcast.
1: Yep. This is my uh, shout out to at the Emily Stew. I know she'll be listening because you know she's a good girlfriend. <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: She. Um... Now you've told me she resides uh,
1: in uh, in Utah. Is this correct? Yes, this is correct. Salt Lake City, doing uh, some ministry to the to the Mormons.
0: And I know this, and I remember this because every so often, um, one of you guys in, in your in your click will tweet me uh, very interesting pictures of rock formations. Yes, um, from Utah, which we can. I think we we've, we've labeled. Utah Ground Wieners Utah Ground
1: Wieners Parenthetically would that be a good band name?
0: <laughs> I, I'm still yeah I I don't know what kind of music Utah Ground Wieners would play probably not CCM
1: <laughs> I'm thinking like a really grungy like post pop rock
0: <laughs> they could tour with explosions in the sky
1: oh yeah I would go to that show <laughs>
0: Okay, so you you guys tweet me these pictures of, like, um, Mm -hmm. incredibly detailed phallic-like rock formations. It's true. Uh, And I'm going to say this very carefully because this is a classy podcast. We're not talking flaccid rock formations, are we? no, no, no.
1: No, we're not. And it's not like you have to even, like, exert any imaginative, like leeway when looking at these formations you you look at it and go that's a wiener yes yeah that no no bones about it that <laughs> i see what you did there i'm sorry i'll i'll see myself out now
0: so i mean the theological implications of the utah around wieners i mean we're fairly certain that these are not accidents right like these are right. i mean yeah <laughs> what i mean what is what is God trying to tell us with the, with the phallic rock formations?
1: I don't know, man. Um, but it certainly brings new meaning to the verse where it says, "Creation is groaning."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Like, is it like a is it like a visual like reinforcement of be fruitful and multiply?
1: That oh, that's really actually pretty profound. I didn't think of that one. <laughs> um, I wonder if it's like a joke that a rogue angel, like, slipped in there. Like, God's busy creating, like, this, like, incredible vista of just beautiful red rocks and vegetation, and, I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever seen pictures of, like, Zion National Park and all these places in Utah, it's gorgeous, like, there's a reason Mormons thought it was, like, the Promised Land (laughs) when they got there, but, like, God's, like, creating all of this and, like, some angels just like, hey, hey. It's I, like the first winner first joke, you know?
0: Yeah, and and the thing is like I, I think it's probably old Testament origins because like the the picture that you guys keep sending to me, the, the rock formation is clearly circumcised. <laughs> I mean we can just throw that out there, like just in a, in the technical aspect of it. It's true. You know, and then in the New Covenant, you know, Paul informs us, I guess, that or the New Testament informs us that you know, circumcision is secondary now to the, you know, the redemptive work of Christ. But in the Old Testament, it was pretty important.
1: This is true. Um, yeah, they're there, and they are unmistakable.
0: Yes. <clears throat> All right, so talking about, uh, you know, since we're talking about wieners. Uh, oh, boy. Let's segue seamlessly into social media. Uh, uh, social media is really fun these days. Yeah. yeah. Not? There's a lot
1: of, a lot of wieners. <laughs> For sure. Now
0: the, um, uh, the 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 balance of the podcast humor is tilted tilted too heavily in favor of wiener jokes. We're gonna have to mix in some bosom jokes to uh, to mm-hmm. bring the bring the balance back up before the podcast is over. Right. <laughs> but yeah, social media is is
1: uh social media is terrifying these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One could argue that Facebook and Twitter are never or always fun, but I. <laughs> I would also agree. Oh, there it is. Sorry, I found a picture of the the Utah ground wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Just yep, it's there.
0: Tweet it to uh, tweet it to fun sexy Bible time, and we'll retweet it.
1: All right, here we go. At fsb, but fs Bible time. Sweet. Anyway, um, yeah, social media. Um, I was I was reading again a very profound article about how the more time we spend on social media the less happy we are <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to be like uh, really incredibly observant or have a degree in sociology to have seen that this week
0: it's it's fantastic like it's just really like a complete frenzied uh, mess on f- mm-hmm. Facebook in particular I don't know why I've like Twitter, I guess it's a little easier to avoid people. You can just mute yeah. them, I guess. But you've got so many friends on Facebook and like you you, you know, you can't go through and just mute everybody. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can be doing okay and then you just randomly something pops up from somebody that you haven't known since 2009 and they're you know, <laughs> either ranting about Obama or Trump or the women's march or
1: mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You know what I I, in another sense, am like very uh, thankful for these times of social media because it reminds me who to unfollow.
0: <laughs> well, see, I try to be careful about that because I, I'm i going to throw a, a think piece buzzword at you. All I right. Don't want, I don't want to build an echo chamber. Like, I don't want to just be surrounded mm, yeah. by people who don't challenge me or offend me in any way.
1: That's very astute.
0: Um,. I mean, occasionally I have gone in and just muted people when they get really obnoxious, but right. Um, like I, I try to cultivate like on social media, like different viewpoints. Yeah. So mm, I can yeah. always sort of be challenged. Uh, the downside of that is then when you log into Facebook and it's like every other article is Trump is the best. Trump is the worst. Trump is the best. Trump is the worst. Oh, Trump is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the oh, thing that gosh. kills me is that like, the one thing we've lost, it seems like is we've lost nuance. Like the one thing that nobody is saying is like, okay, I agree with Trump on this, but I disagree with him on this.
1: Like it's Mm, just
0: 100% all or nothing.
1: It's all black or white either or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's especially like, I think for Christians, especially difficult because we've like, you know, been tied to like being Republican for so long. I was raised to Like think that republicanism is the same as Christianity, and Mm -hmm. democrats, like, sure they probably could be Christians, but they're probably not as, like, good Christians as we are. Mm -hmm. But And I think a huge part of that has to do with, like, you know, the whole pro-life thing, um, which, you know, that's absolutely, like, a huge issue that, like, you know, Christians should be, like, up in arms about, but also, like, it sucks that we sometimes have to choose that over, like, You know, taking care of you know widows and orphans, Mm -hmm. you know, which you know the progressives or the liberals are known for, and it's like that has to be across that divide. It's rather unfortunate.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's so tribal right now that like it seems like when one political party takes an issue, the other party just reflexively opposes it. Mm -hmm. Like um, I was talking to somebody about criminal justice reform. That like you know why is that not why is that not a conservative issue? Like mm-hmm. why, why is that supposedly a liberal issue? Um, yeah, that seems like that should be something that both parties work toward that, you know, we have too many people in prison for nonviolent offenses. These people, you know, we could get them out and get them working and paying taxes. Yeah. I mean, that's a conservative position, but, um, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, I think it's, it's again, like kind of what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Like we like to be Right. <laughs> We like to, you know, demonize people who don't agree with us. Like if you aren't for me, you're against me.
0: Yeah. I think one of the worst things that's come out like in social media the past few years has been like this weird fixation that everybody has of like when somebody does something inappropriate or offensive, it's like, well, we have to get them fired. Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: dox them or whatever.
0: Yeah. Like I don't get that. Like, uh, yeah. And you see it from both sides. Like there was a, um, but like the, the SNL writer that tweeted like the joke about Baron Trump, you know, which, you know, you shouldn't make jokes about kids, whatever.
1: Oh yeah. I then, didn't, I actually, what did they say? I didn't uh, they see said
0: that. that like, uh, he was going to be the nation's first homeschool shooter. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can laugh at that cause we're homeschooled, but yeah. But, like, I mean, yes, just, just that's inappropriate. Best. You shouldn't tweet that, but like this, this woman was like a comedian. Like she makes jokes yeah. for a living. It was a bad joke you know why like why does she have to lose her job and like be- uh, before that it's... it was like some woman in West Virginia that had like said something stupid about Michelle Obama that she was like an ape in heels or something oh yeah dude and it was like oh she got gotta be fired and it's, I, I just don't get like this this like obsession with having people fired it's like you know these people have families like they said something stupid yep. like you're gonna take away their ability to provide <laughs> food for themselves like
1: <laughs> right <laughs> It's it's like the having social media like everybody has a voice, but also that that means that everybody can hear you when you say (laughs) stupid shit, (laughs) you know,
0: I can only say I'm glad that there was no like good social media when I was like 18.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody would hear your uh, uh,
0: angsty poetry. (laughs) Yes, my angsty poetry, my inane ramblings. I had a notebook of essays that I wrote when I was like sixteen or seventeen, and it was like oh. my grand treatises for the world. That like you know it was like when you're seventeen, you think you're a genius, oh,
1: yeah. and so mm-hmm. I like write these but essays. I'm still
0: a What's that? I'm still a genius. <laughs> so I write these essays, um, and like I, I found them like last year, and they are incredible. Like one of them was, no. "Marriage is not hard,"
1: or something. <laughs> do you like read that and like wish in some like what we would say to yourself at that moment like (laughs) young Matthew
0: I'm just (laughs) I I just I was just filled with gratitude that like nobody actually saw it that it just wound up in a yeah uh, I think another one was like this is back like when I was like in you know like like you were like raised like an arch conservative and I wrote this Mm -hmm. essay about how like The Democrats' war on corporal punishment is like part of the New World Order or something. Dude. (laughs) I was was out there as a kid.
1: That's, uh, I mean, same. Mine was just, um, all my notebooks are like just terrible poetry and like (laughs) terrible song ideas. Um, And like, oh man, I had this weird obsession of like, for like three years of journaling. Thinking that I needed to remember everything that happened in my life, and uh-huh. so, like, I write these like page-long entries of like this is what I did today and this and this. It wasn't even like emotionally complex or like this is how like what I'm thinking about it and wrestling with. It was just like I ate breakfast. <laughs> like it's so boring. And then let me just like uh, work on some really terrible songs here.
0: <laughs> I would. Uh, I would get like all. You know, because like at 16, 17, I had no social skills, but I was, you know, horny and desperate and Mm -hmm. love Lawrence. I would like write horrible, horrible poetry to my future wife. (sighs) Wow. And just put it in envelopes and squirrel it away. Like, I don't know what I was thinking that like one day she would like be swept off her feet, like at my romantic foresight or something.
1: Yeah. Or just like endeared by the awkwardness. Right. (laughs) Have you ever? Have you ever shown them to Kendra?
0: Actually, that was that's one of the things I've lost. I've I've, kept, I've found a lot of my stuff, but I've
1: I've lost my my poetry. <laughs> Sad to say. Indeed, maybe maybe it is for the better. Who knows? <laughs> we we will never know. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if I uh, if I ever do find them, I'll I'll uh, give them to Kendra, like. With a picture of like a, a Utah ground wiener, <laughs> that'll be like that'll be like the cover of my book of teenage poetry to my future life. Just like a like a phallic rock formation. Okay, uh, we got to talk just for a second about Old Testament figures, <clears throat> uh, and actually I have a reason for this. Uh, I was talking to okay. one of the, the uh, student ministers in my church, uh, and we were trying to figure out like which Old Testament figures were overrated. And he claims he listens to Fun Sexy Bible Time, but I'm about 90% sure he was just mocking me because he thinks it's okay. a dumb podcast. So I'm going to call him out in the podcast and see if he actually says anything to me. So uh, All right. this, is, this is for you, Jeremy. All right. Uh, Brad, mm. Old Testament figures who are overrated. I'm going to go out on a limb and just I'll let you yeah. disagree with me if you wish. But okay. I'm going to say David was just a little bit overrated as an Old
1: Testament figure. <laughs> Okay, like I, w- I would love to hear your reasoning behind that because he did like kill a giant with a slingshot.
0: Okay, I'm not saying he wasn't like a good or even great man. I'm just saying for the amount of hype we pile on him, is is not quite proportionate to his actual record. I'm just saying he's overrated for how much hype we give him. Okay. Uh, exhibit A, one of the all-time worst fathers in the Bible.
1: Oh, fair, fair he's point.
0: A horrible father. Exhibit B, he 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 kept. Well, he, he was an insufferable horn dog too. <laughs> and not that that alone disqualifies him, but I mean, how many facets? Like, how many how many lines of guy code did he violate by not only like banging one of his soldiers' wives, but then like yeah. having the soldier murdered
1: to cover it up? That's that's a pretty uh, pretty hefty offense.
0: I mean that—that's—I mean—that's a lot of guy code that he just violated there.
1: It's not cool, bro. It's not cool, David. He—he <laughs> he did write some some uh, pretty pretty good poetry, though. <clears throat> While we're talking about, you know, poets, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Psalms are are pretty good.
0: Well, I mean, there's no Song of Solomon, but
1: okay
0: the the, the bosom and... the bosom count is <laughs> quite low compared to Song of Solomon and that's I mean that's how we must evaluate the books of the Bible by, it, uh, by how many bosom references bosom count yeah uh, uh, so it sounds like you disagree with me a little bit on David being overrated
1: I mean I I'm willing to concede the point <laughs> You know who I think is underrated while okay. we're talking about David is uh his like mighty men. Okay, all right. Like I don't, I forget which book of the Bible they're talking. I think it's like Samuel, first look of Samuel, mm-hmm. where he's like they go on this list of like all these just straight ballers who are in the service of David, and I just I remember reading that and thinking we need like a mini series, like some good Christian television on David's mighty men.
0: Could it be said that you and I are the mighty men of Christian podcasting at this exact moment?
1: I think it could be said. <laughs> are we going to say it?
0: I mean, I just did. I'm, I'm, I'm to let it stand. It is done. It is known. Um, can we say Isaac maybe was a little bit overrated because he
1: might have, in fact, been a moron? Like, I, I, was, I was thinking about that, too. Like, Did he just have some sort of like misguided patriarchal faith in in uh in Abraham? Like Here's the thing,
0: like that- I love my father, but I'm not gonna let my father tie me up on top of a mountain. Like mm. sorry dad. Like I don't care what you think what you're telling me you think God said to you, like you're you're not gonna tie me up. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <It's> like, mom <laughs> Dad's getting delusions of grandeur again.
0: And listen if he somehow managed to tie me up and almost sacrifice me, I'm going down a separate mountain path than he is on yep. the way down the mountain. Like this is not going to be like a his arm around my shoulder walking down the mountain together kind of yeah.
1: deal. I I it's hard to imagine like them being closer after the fact. Yeah.
0: So I don't know, like I we need to at least leave the possibility open that Isaac might have been a moron.
1: Yeah. Maybe he was like I don't know. This is just spitballing. Too uh, distracted because he was carrying all the wood up. He's like trying to, like you know, keep his focus on his footing. This is kind of ridiculous. No, I'm just fine. I'm trying to trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, somebody's
0: got to ask these questions.
1: These are like the unresolved, like the dilemmas of the faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe the ultimate. I don't know if overrated is even the right word, but. Maybe, like, the all-time sketchiest person in the Old Testament is uh, Joab. Like, how? Like, I mean, this guy was a serial killer, basically. Right. So, full how many, confession. How many people did he kill in cold blood? I don't know, because I don't remember the story of Joab. Well, he's the he was uh, the captain of David's guard, like, the captain of the army. And, uh, like, when David had the war of succession with Absalom, like, and Absalom got tangled up by the tree, like, by his hair. Yeah. Joab just went up to him and just killed him, like, in cold blood. Dang. Like, even though David had said, take my son alive. Wow. And there were a couple other uh, instances where Joab was just incredibly, incredibly evil. And David, David just sort of kept him around, didn't do anything with him.
1: Right. I guess that raises the question of, like, if, like, with the evil if he was serving David, like... What defy? I don't know. This is this is terrible, like sketchy territory. You're right, but like, he's like the the Jason Bourne. You know, <laughs> he's he's like coming to terms with the morality of like his actions, and if he's serving like a good government, you know, like if I don't know if you know so David you was. S- you
0: said uh, talking about Jason Bourne makes me think of spies. Yeah. Another question is like when the when the Israelite spies went into Jericho, like uh you know, did they did they get freaky with Rahab? I <laughs> mean we can ask that them.
1: question, right? They they were free. They were they slept on the roof. Of course not. Oh, okay. The full plausible deniability. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a possibility. I mean, wasn't she a woman of ill repute?
1: This is true. Could could you blame them?
0: Well, I don't know. It must have been good because they they agreed to save like not only her but like her whole extended family.
1: Right, right. Was it Jericho?
0: Was that was that? It was. Uh, was it Jericho?
1: Yeah. yeah it was, and then there's like the red thread in the door or something.
0: Okay, you're right.
1: Hanging yeah, out the window.
0: Yeah, prostitute from Jericho. For some reason, I thought it was different than it was. I mean, I think we have to at least entertain the possibility that. Um, you know they were going like they had no intention of saving anyone from Jericho but she gave like, them yep. we heard about
1: this, this Rahab chick
0: she gave them the deluxe the deluxe package as it were that's not a
1: euphemism for something <laughs> Sorry. Are um. we talking about ground wieners again <laughs> hey uh, Rahab we're we're here to to check the lay of the land if you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean i I just feel i mean i I just feel like no other christian podcast is going to ask these questions
1: so nobody has uh the gumption the balls if you will Mm -hmm. yeah all right
0: brad Knudsen, matthew pierce thank you for being on Fun Sexy Bible
1: Time thank you so much for having me uh, this is a resume builder I'm, I'm <laughs> extremely grateful for this uh, resume builder it's not rare It's well we said just say this it is rare that uh, something both builds your resume like it's for the world and your spiritual resume <laughs> like this has been good for my sanctification
0: <laughs> alright man well thank you for being on
1: excellent we'll see you next thank time. you so much alright
0: Okay, so one of the things we were talking about um, before we, we, we went on were the, the deadly things in Virginia that mm. could kill you because there's a lot of things in Alabama that could kill you um, animal-wise, uh, least of which not being stray dogs that could maul you. Um, Virginia's different. You said there were rattlesnakes, and you also said there were poisonous spiders, uh, in yeah. particular brown recluses and black widows, correct?
1: Yep, that's about all we got as okay. far as I know.
0: So we were talking about the rattlesnakes. I did want to pose an a, a a separate question to you um about the poisonous spiders. This is an ethical dilemma for you. Yeah. Brad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, which we only talk about the important things on Fun Sexy Bible time. If you saw a poisonous spider crawling over a small child and you were worried that the spider might strike and you didn't know oh. if you would have time to gently brush the spider off. Would you consider punching a small child just to know that you would squish the spider immediately and then have to deal with the consequences of, oh, I just punched a two-year-old?
1: <laughs> wow. uh, I When I woke up this morning, I was not prepared to deal with these ethical <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, do I know this two-year-old?
0: Uh, That's that's a good one. Um, We'll say yes. Yes, you do know the two-year-old, and you know the parents of the two-year-old.
1: Okay. Well, I think despite being confused initially as to why I struck their their child, I think the parents would, after the fact, be eternally grateful uh, (laughs) that I clearly saved their child's life.
0: Would you have to, like, showcase, like, the spider goo on your
1: hand to, like, say, look, this is what I did? Yeah, I would, I would probably like scrape it off onto a napkin because who knows if the, I don't know, I don't know really know how venom works. I'm not a, a zoologist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like I wouldn't really want it on my hands for that long. It might melt my fingers off. Okay. Probably okay. put it onto a napkin. Watch the napkin start smoking. See this? This was what was on your child. Okay, this you is true
0: bring your uh bring your significant other into this would the uh the lovely emily stew would she punch a child to kill a spider
1: oh absolutely okay <laughs> she there there are there are uh many things that uh emily Stewart is many good things uh timid is not one of them <laughs> <clears throat> i got to say like Having a uh,
0: you know having a, a, a girlfriend who will punch a baby to kill a poisonous spider, that is an outstanding trait.
1: Thank you. I I wish I could say that I uh, did it myself and I I'm responsible for that, but no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that one that was all gone. <laughs>